Reverend Althea Green. She is the board vice chair member of Shelby County, Memphis, Tennessee. Hi, thank you for joining us. Um, so, what is the difference between equity and equality? Thank you, that's a great, great question to start with. Equality says we have to give everybody resources. We have to give everybody resources. Equity says you have to give everybody resources, but you give them based on a person's need. And often I think um, people confuse the two. As a school board member, I am concerned with equity. So we provide resources for our students, but we provide them based on what our students need. Because I may have a school in North Memphis that needs something that my school in South Memphis doesn't need. So when we think about equity, give my students what they need based on their needs, not based on the resources that you have in the warehouse. So we get specific with it based on the needs, that community, that culture, where those students are performing academically. So when you talk about equity, that's my take. That's my position as a board member, is to make sure that all students have access to the resources that they need, regardless of geographical locations, but making sure we provide them with what they need to be successful. Not only as a student, but we think about when they leave school, where do they go from there? You know, in terms of every child is not college bound. So whether they're going to go in the workforce or go in the military, we need to make sure we provide them with what they need to be successful in life. Interesting. So do you guys have an open forum where you talk with the students or the parents to see what that child specifically needs? Memphis is unique. Okay. And so at one point we were Memphis City Schools and Shelby County Schools. Okay. Some years ago we merged. And so we are, we refer to ourselves now really as Memphis Shelby County School. But we do talk with students. We have, our students have a voice. Okay. Uh, recently I participated uh, in some Zooms with the students from Bridges. Uh, what an interesting conversation about take the sheriff and the police officers out of the school. Yeah. So students have voices. Okay. And it's important as a school board member, as a community person, as a faith-based leader, it's always important to listen to the students uh, and, and value what they say. Now, whether you are able to accommodate their request may be a different story, but at least to me, give them an opportunity to say what's on their mind, to share, to interject. And so we do allow our students, we have a uh, student affairs, a, a branch, uh, an area of, of our school district where they meet with students. Students get to meet. They get to come up with interviews, questions to ask us. Uh, Dr. Billy Walker does an outstanding job with Shelby County Schools with our student affairs. And so I'm happy to be a part of a district. And as a former educator, it is so important for me to hear from students. So, you know, you want to know what's going on in a school. When I visit, I don't go and see the principal. Go in the cafeteria and talk to the students. How do you like this school? What is it like? You know, the students are always going to keep it on 100. They're going to tell you exactly what's on their mind. Sometimes what you don't want to know, but they're going to give it to you straight, cut, and unchaste. So I enjoy letting students talk. Okay. So 
What has been the most memorable question you've received from a student like, that you can remember? I think one that really stood out was when a student wrote me about a teacher uh, resigning during COVID. It was when during a time when we said all teachers had to report back to the building. Right. But because of underlying health challenges, this teacher needed to remain at home. So the teacher resigned and the student wrote me and said, do you realize this was my senior AP teacher and we're not gonna find another teacher like this true during this season, you know. That meant a lot and I think they gathered uh, a petition and some signatures. So when you talk about voice of students, voice and action went along with that. So that really meant something to me that a child loved the teachers so much that they were really willing to get signatures and fight to make sure that that teacher was able to remain there. But you know, when those mandates happen, it kind of leads to district where we don't have a right to say you can work from home if everybody has to report back to the building. A few circumstances, but that was really a, a challenge for us as a district. So you say, well, you mentioned mask mandates. Mm -hmm. uh, how is that going for your school district? Are they abiding by that it? That has been or? very controversial for our school district. Okay. <laughs> that wonderful governor of, of Tennessee, Governor Lee said, uh, parents should have choices of whether their students wear masks. We as a district said no. So we're looking at the rising COVID cases. We've had teachers to die. We've had students to die since school started in August for us. And our health directive said they must wear masks because our numbers are continuing to rise every day. And so the governor said one thing, the district said. So we took a position and said, they don't have a choice. They will wear masks and later, there's cases, court cases have been filed. People have stepped up to support us. The doctors from St. Jude, from La Bonner, outpouring of love to say as a district, you are right and we stand in solidarity with you. So with the rising COVID cases, can you imagine what would happen if we stepped back and said, oh, it's a parent's choice? Because a lot of parents would tell them, what, what do you want to do? What would children say? I don't want to wear that mask. And so what we are concerned with is the safety of our students. You know, mask up. And, and if they're over 12, take that back. You know, and so that's been the messaging from us as a board and as a district. So I'm happy that we have been steady with it. We didn't get weak and give out, but we're still re requiring all anybody that enter a Shelby County school, you have to have a mask. Okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> student safety is definitely student safety important. is always yes. a priority. Yes, if you're going to educate them, you've got to keep them safe in order to be able to provide them with a, a good education. And so, you know, I, I know no one thought when COVID arrived, I guess what really got me as a board member. I couldn't Google my way out of this one. <laughs> I couldn't find a manual <laughs> right. in the library. There's yes, no book yes. to say, what do you do as a board member? COVID is here. Right. And so we've learned a lot uh, through COVID. As a board, we've grown. Our relationship, our superintendent has been on CNN a couple of times, has really stepped up uh, in terms of leadership and leading us. It's our job as board members 
to support, to work together. And so I would honestly say during COVID, we, the members of the Shelby County School Board, have grown a lot because we've had to navigate our way through something that we didn't have directions for. So with my faith in God and my colleagues, we're still weathering the storm. That's good, that's good. So with, like I said, you know, COVID, these unprecedented yes. events, yes. You know, numbers, all of that. Um, where do you see your district going from here? Like, what is the future? You know, we had this little saying over there at Shelby County Schools, together we will lead, together we will achieve, together we are reimagining 901. We're strong as a district uh, with great leadership, with the superintendent's cabinet, you know, the knowledge. And, and when we're asleep, they're up thinking. You know, when we're guessing the way, they got the way already down. And so I would have to say, with a district as solid as Shelby County Schools, we take it day, day by day. You know, I'm, I'm a church person, so you know, we used to say in church, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Right. So we're standing on Christ the solid rock uh, as we have been able to continue to educate students. We've been able to keep them as safe as we poss possibly can. But in terms of Shelby County Schools, we're just gonna keep on doing what we're doing. We're gonna keep on uh, being the best. We lead and others follow. Okay, and okay. so with the superintendent like the Dr. Ray okay. uh, and, and his great team at Shelby County, Chair Miska Bibbs, shout out to the colleagues that I serve with on the Shelby County School Board. Uh, just a dynamic, awesome group of people that I serve and I work with. We will continue to lead the way. We won't crumble, we won't bow down. We don't care what this district is doing. Some other districts, you know, they've left it up to the parents. We will continue to lead. We will continue to be guided by the guidance of the CDC, our health department, and other folk who help us to make sure that we're doing it right. We're gonna get it right. We've been getting it right during COVID. We will continue to get it right. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, your district speaks for itself, I can yes. tell, just yes. by talking with you. So thank you for coming. Thank you, Dr. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're actually right. So thank you. Thank you. To the coming. real Reverend Al Green. <laughs> right. And as always, I wish you much love and much happiness. Thank you. I'm Alexis Flowers with issuesinteducation.net. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>